Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Bobcast with you, as always, is Bob. Live in the lounge, staying at the Ouija board. I'm sorry for the mix-up. If some of you listened to a duplicate episode last week, I posted episode 394 twice by accident. I gotta find episode 395. I think I might have put it in the recycling bin and didn't get a chance, you know? Um, so I'm sorry, you know? I'm sorry. Thanks, Ben, for the heads up. Appreciate it, you know? I'm out here at Valley Green. It's beautiful, dude. The sun is shining. It's Friday. It's in between hot and cold. It's chill. It's fall temperatures. The leaves couldn't get any more crispier, you know? I'm feeling crispy, you know? I feel good. I feel happy. I hope you feel happy. I hope that you share in, the, in those, like, you know, words. Uh, I, I like hiking, you know? I know this, that you know this. And I was thinking about, like, why do I like hiking? Like, what is it? I mean, there's exercise component, but I go to the gym for other stuff. But this, I don't feel like this is exercise. I almost feel like when I'm walking here, and I always start the same way. I go up this big hill, and I get to this bench, which is just just left the bench. I always sit at the bench. I say a prayer. I love the view. I love the way the sun hits the trees. I love the way people walk by. I engage in conversation. I came here first in 1995. Or excuse me, 1996, I believe, with Andrew Reed and Stu Kupfer. Not Stu Kupfer, it was Mark Stern. Mark Stern was the one who brought Drew and I here for the first time. I have not seen Mark Stern since the year 1998. He eluded all the reunions and all the, the bars, and I don't know where he moved to, but super thankful that he brought me here because he did bring me to this general location that I'm at right now. He pulled up in a he drove us here in a red Volkswagen with a Grateful Dead sticker on the back. And I believe his license plate said Jabba, the, Jabba Hut. I'm, I'm not sure about that, but, you know, my memory's pretty accurate. So he brings us here, and the first thing I remember noticing is, wow, it's so big, you know? And, like, uh, growing up, didn't do a lot of hiking, wasn't in Boy Scouts, didn't spend a lot of time in the woods. So it was, like, a new thing, you know? And then, during, excuse me, during COVID... I mean, I came here every day. There's pictures of me I have in my camera roll wearing a mask out here, <laughs> posing for pictures. And I, I, I'm not laughing because um, I think wearing a mask is silly. You know, if you're somebody who has a compromised immune system or somebody that you love has a compromised immune system, I totally get it. But for me, like, I'm out here sweating in the mask, and I also got, like, a rash, like, on my upper lip. But regardless, during those months and during that time, it was like when I really, I, it was like the first time I ever really bonded, I think, with nature in a way where it was like we merged together. Um, something about like, you know, like walking a familiar path, you start to see more stuff and you start to become more open. And then like the residual effect of like when I come out of here, especially if I do the long hike, which is like probably about like, I average eight and a half to nine miles. And uh, it doesn't even feel like that long, you know? It, it just feels like uh, I've completed like some sort of mission to alleviate the pains and aggressions that one may encounter 
in life, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I was just having a conversation today with someone about, like, you know, we're in the middle chapters, you know what I mean? I'm 43 years old and, like, you know, existence, you know? And, dude, it's on my mind all the time. And, like, one of the things I'm very thankful now that I have um, found, you know, Jesus again, like, I read something that's spiritual every day. I read the Bible every day or I read, excuse me, a passage, something to reflect. I've got a couple of different apps. And then there's this guy I work with. His name's Mr. Poole. Mr. Poole is probably maybe, I guess he's like 69, 70 about, you know. He used to be a former police officer. And I do believe he may be a pastor or something like that. But this man has such a glow that, like, um, students, you know, just flock to him. He, he's radiant, like, energy. And when I found out he was a holy man, I really wanted to engage with him so I could learn from him. And the last couple of days and the last couple of weeks, I've been doing um, laps of Plymouth White Marsh High School with him. And we talk about all things, you know, from the Bible, what he's reading, what I'm reading. And I'm super thankful for it, you know what I mean? I have such gratitude for the fact that, you know, God has brought me so many great people in the last couple of years that have opened my eyes up to, you know, the benefits of religion. And when I say benefits, I don't want to sound like, you know, it's a reward program or something like that where you get 10 stars and you get, you know, a free cheesesteak at heaven or something. No, no, no. It ain't like that. But how do I, I just feel better. You know what I mean? Like in general, like I used to, think that Sunday was the worst invention ever, you know what I mean, gotta go back to work tomorrow, all your favorite programs come on at 9 o'clock at night, you can't stay up that long because you're too tired from the draining activities of the 40 hour work week, not no more dude, I like Sunday, I'm playing in the band on November 12th, if you'd like to come to Storehouse Church, I play at 9am and I play at 11am, I like the 9am and I like the 11am, so you pick, you know, both have equal energies, you know, there's something about the first gig though, because you know, you're getting all the the silly's out of you, you know, you're nervous on stage, you're kicking your feet, I usually sway back and forth, and I start to count in my head, so I can get like a good idea of tempo, rhythm, this, that, or whatever, I love it, dude, I was just telling somebody today, I've having the best time ever playing in a church band, I don't know all the, the, like the bandmates' full names, too, like I don't know their last names, I know their first names, I don't know much about them, but I'm in this strong band, you know, it's really cool. Like, I know that uh, several of my friends, they were in, like, a band called The Bachelor Boys where they would, um, I think it was a wedding band where you would just get an email, learn these 40 songs, and then you show up, and the first time you ever play the songs is that evening, <laughs> which is wild. I wouldn't be able to do that just because I'm a bass player, and, like, you got to feel the rhythms, you know what I mean, of the drummer. It's really weird as a bass player when you start playing with a new drummer. I played with Chris Wood for a decade, and I was used to that, like, popcorn snare, tight pocket sound, moves around. We tried out different drummers once for downtown. Uh, I was in other bands. And, you know, I mean, once you find somebody who's got the pocket and you have, like, this, like, symbiosis, you know, the two of you are hitting it, you know, together. It's awesome, dude. And uh, what's the saying? So, it's just been in love with music. And I don't know if you are also in love with music, but this was a pretty big week where the greatest uh, rock and roll band in our history created a, a brand new song called Now and Then. I'm talking about the Beatles. The story is very interesting. You can watch a documentary on YouTube. It's a 12-minute documentary. It shows 
how back in 1995 when they were doing um, Real Love and Free as a Bird, they had tried to complete this song that John had recorded on a cassette tape, just him and his piano called Now and Then. And dude, like AI, that son of a bitch, you know what I mean? I'm scared of it, but damn, isn't it interesting what it did? Because it not only did um, Peter Jackson's crew from the Lord of the Rings guy, down, you know, down under, he's not Australian, sorry, excuse me, he's New Zealand. He um, invented this type of software where it can isolate audio tracks. Like, you know, say, for instance, like back in the day, you just hit play record, you know what I mean? You're recording the room, you're playing piano and you're singing, the piano's going to be louder than you. And you really can't isolate it because there, there's no technology that really would work. You could do like an adaptive noise reduction, but that sucks, dude. You know what I mean? Anyway, I listened to the song. It's a slower song. It's not like a happy song or anything like that. It's sad, you know what I mean? Like, But it's also amazing, dude. The fact that a band where two out of four of them had passed away. You know, they're, they're, they're dead. They couldn't even be there. But, like, the video that they just released today, there's a music video, and they insert, like, old, ver- excuse me, young versions with the old versions of themselves in the video. It's lovely, dude. But, you know, I was trying to share that um, sentiment with others, and a coworker just snapped at me. and was like, I don't fucking trust AI. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about cursing, too. Ben told me I curse too much. Sorry, sometimes I get a little too street. Please forgive me. Um, so, yeah, I was like, dude, did you, like, did you listen to Now and Then? He shuts me down immediately, and he goes on this, like, tangent about how AI is going to destroy everything. And I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about, dude. Like, if you wanted to, like, talk about Judgment Day, yeah, dude, I'm here with you. Let's do it. But, like, I was talking about the Beatles, and we have shared previous conversations together where... You know, we've we shared our love for the Beatles. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's frustrating. And then it got me thinking, too, like, how many of you out there have asked somebody a question and the answer that came back is not what you, not what you wanted and not what, like, you anticipated and you're, like, kind of, like, thrown off your bar stool. You have no idea what's going on. It's weird, right? It's weird, like, uh, when two people or, excuse me, a group... They don't click, you know what I mean? Like, what is the real reason you don't have chemistry with somebody? Is it simply just the fact that your personalities are so different? Or is there some sort of cosmic thing at play? I was watching something the other day that states that... um, Something that, like, proves we're in a simulation where science has proven that... Objects tend to... The only thing that really is moving is what we see with our eyes, you know what I mean? Or I messed it up, excuse me. <laughs> in other words, there's, like, inside of, like, any type of thing of mass, you know what I mean? There's, uh, there's atoms, right? So these atoms, you know what I mean, will behave differently when your human eyes aren't looking at it. I can't remember what it is, but if you Google, like, that phrase right there, you'll get a little taste of what I was saying. And I started thinking to myself, like, uh, you know, the simula- simulation obviously was created by someone, right? So if the simulation is in fact God's creation, a simulation always has a goal. And I think the goal is to become a good person. Simply as that. If you think that this is a simulation and nothing matters, no, dude. So I, I've even like gone down the, the rabbit hole in conversations lately with people because sadly lots of my um, closest friends are atheists. And 
I'm not trying to convert. I'm not trying to uh, do anything of the sort. But I'm simply just trying to ask the question. And I saw this like bit. I can't remember the comedian's name, but it really got me going. I really need to get better at quoting people. But this dude, um, he's like, all right, so you, you don't believe in God, so you believe in nothing. Like, nothing happened before us. And that means nothing created everything, right? So everything is nothing. And like we were just talking about with that thing with the mass, you know, like, phot- excuse me, <laughs> atoms, photons, neutrons, whatever, moving differently when you're not observing it crazy man there's so much conjecture there's so much stuff when it comes to our spirituality or post-existence in the world you know there's so much stuff you know but like the argument of the big bangers or whatever you want to call versus god the creator you know what i mean ah god you gotta like the god story much better you know what i mean come on like nothing created all this nothing created these mystical things these forests, these trees, these crunchy leaves. You mean it all came from just, you know, a popcorn fart? I just don't believe it, dude, and I don't buy into it because I feel way too much stuff. So, like, when you're listening to that song now and then, I, Paul was saying something about how it's all frequencies, man, and it's how you react to them. And it is true. It's like, pick a song that you cry to when you listen, or if you're a tough guy out there, uh, pick a song you listen to that makes you feel sad, you know, but for me, I can get emotional both ways, I can get emotional when the song is, uh, like, nostalgic, I can get upset when the song is pulling the heartstrings, and get upset when the song's reminding me of loved ones who've passed away, and why is that? Why is it that I feel something inside me that cannot be physically shown that is more stronger than anything. Your emotions are the thing that really controls the whole show. The whole shit show is just you just trying to hold on to that wheel being like, oh, you know, like, and I'm aware of that. And I think that if you just take a little bit of time and you start to like, um, really, really dig in here and try to just like hear me out. All right. Next time you're having a conversation with somebody, try this technique out, okay? Right in between the eyes is the penile gland, the third eye, right? You've seen it in drawings. There's an eyeball, you know, like in front of you. It's on the pyramid behind the dollar bill, this, that, or whatever. Engage in the conversation with that person and focus all of your energy into the third eye. If they say something, I don't know what you're talking about. But you and I know what you're doing. You are simply matching their frequency, showing them that you're way into them because you're looking through their soul. And see if the relationship don't get much better. It's like we were saying a couple weeks ago when Pastor Tasha was talking about uh, not seeing people. You know what I mean? I see you. Even though this is a podcast and it's audio only, I see you. I feel you. I understand you. I vibe with you. I want to be with you. These are the things that are good, you know. Shout out to Stingle. I beeped the, the horn. Saw you in your yellow uh, bug today. Traffic. Shout out to uh, 
you know, all the people out there who understand, like, that we need to rally together and, like, really just, like, you know, I'm not asking you to go out and, you know, join church, congregation, or anything like that, but, dude, just get a little bit of spirituality in your life. If you're somebody who's an atheist, right, I understand it. I get it. One of my best friends is, was an atheist, and it's tough, you know, but as I got older, I realized I can't drag people to the fire. I can only just tell them about how warm it is and how lovely it can be when you sit by it with a loved one, sip on some hot cocoa, maybe throw some marshmallows in there and get it real good. I also saw Ben Kim today, a man from the past, a man from my life. He was in traffic. I said, what up, Benny? And I kept going, and he was like, who that? It was me, Ben. Somebody tell him for me, huh? But yeah, all the things I'm telling you right now, you know. You know what I mean? I'm just checking in with y'all. I'm just telling you kind of the same thing, man. When you share something with somebody because you love it, pay attention because they loved it. They spent time matching that frequency. It's hard to match other people's frequencies, other people's vibes. We've talked about that, how sometimes you just don't click with somebody. It's like, how's this even possible that I'm, I'm stuck in this room with somebody for about two, three hours and you, you got nothing to talk about? I'm sure somebody out there has had something like that happen. And let me tell you, that is not a pretty thing at all. It's actually kind of frightening, in my opinion. You know what I mean? How you doing, man? Good. Have a good run. I was a biker right there. Yeah, I let him go. I stood aside and let the path be his. The path of least resistance is always the path more traveled, in my opinion, because why, why be a dick? You know what I mean? Life is way too short. I found out details about my um, cousin who had passed away. I, I can't imagine being told, you know, like you're going to get an operation and then just never come back, you know? Like, it's just, it's heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking. I just want to say I love Carl and I'm still thinking about him and his spirit and I hope that, I don't, I shouldn't say I hope, I know I'll see you again one day, you know? We're down here at Bell's Mills right now, traffic's off the hook because it's Friday, dude's staring at me. What up, dude? How you doing? There's so many cars out right now. I think... There's a podcast not too long ago where we were talking about how everyone's in a rush to get home to do nothing. Maybe somebody's going out on a date tonight. Maybe somebody's doing something. But for the, for the most part, like, we predominantly just stay home now, right? Isn't it weird? I know I want to stay home tonight, but my wife wants to go out, and I'm just like, ah, dude. I got that way in my old age. It sucks. We talked about this. You know, I'm sorry if I repeat myself. Oh, there's a vodka bottle out here on the... There's an empty, crushed plastic vodka bottle. Never liked vodka. I, I just... It never did it for me, man. In fact, it, I always felt like it was like drinking like a virus or something. Like I knew I was going to get sick. I knew that there was no chance of survival. Crossing over Bell's Mills now. Path is clear. This guy's crossing. Car is stopping. Just to give you guys an update on safety here on the podcast. Uh, get ready, because you know what? I did decide that we got to keep this thing going, because in January, true, Bobcast returns. That's right. I think it's January 31st that True Detective comes back. It's not written by the original guy, but whatever. It's, it's going to have some of the themes, you know what I mean? And Jodie Foster's in it, and who doesn't love Jodie Foster in, like, a serial killer-type film? 
Silence of the Lambs, when's the last time you watched it? It's amazing. And you know why it's amazing? Because there's a lot of close-up shots. There's a lot of emotion in a tight shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know you know what I'm saying. But today was a good week. You know, I, I hope that you guys have a good week. I hope you do something with your loved ones that is memorable. I hope you build one of those, uh, what would I used to call it? Legacy... Legacy, I forget, like 100 episodes ago, I was always talking about legendary memories or something like that. I can't remember the proper term for it, but like making those memories that like really stand out from the others, you know? I mean, I just got reminded about a memory the other day that I had forgotten about. The show called Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Uh, There's this other show called Dream On from the early 90s I had forgotten about, you know? And there was like a long period of time where young Bob was vested in these things, you know, considerably, like a a lot of time, you know, it's kind of weird how you you do that. Like you go in and out of these things, I guess like TV, especially because it's like, you know, a chapter saga unfolding. Love that show, man. Anybody else see Parker Lewis Can't Lose starring Corn Nemec? I know Mickey did. Mickey, I think, I think Mickey was like in a tweet conversation once with him before it was X X gonna give it to you but yeah I really got nothing else to say so my name's Bob and this has been another episode of the Bob cast